This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. X. Bleh. We all got him. So let's talk about it. That is a horrible way to start this episode. I'm so sorry. I didn't know how to how to how to start talking about this the concept of x is like a new phenomenon that i think we all always had in the back of our brains but never had like a word for it but there's something to be said about little things or big things that people do that just break they they shatter your perception of that person in your mind and you can never look at them the same again it's a horrible thing kind of because, you know, it's not really anything that something does intentionally most of the time. It could be literally a mole on someone's toe. It could be uh, the way someone chews their food. You know, something that they might not even be aware of. Well, I, I would hope that they're aware of the moles on their body in case they become cancerous. But overall, it's scary to think about how you could even have an ick. There could be something that you do or a physical feature of you that is disgusting to someone else you know we like to think like you know most strangers will just like treat us or even our friends or romantic partners will you know give us the benefit of the doubt for some things or not be overly critical of our mannerisms but i think through internet discourse and being online and the 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 phenomenon of x becoming like a cultural thing we're waking up we are becoming woke so i asked on my instagram at ben of the week um for your guys's icks that you have in other people this could be for friends this could be for relationships uh i i guess that's the the two things you can have with humans i'm strangers let's let's say that i i i really can't think of any other groups of people like Motherfuckers are either either your friend, a family member, or a stranger. I or an I guess an alien would be a stranger. But we're gonna get right into it. Uh, y'all sent me some really crazy ones, and I have a lot of thoughts on them. We'll start with some uh easy ones. This one is from Jeanette. Jeanette says, "When people beatbox, um, this is absolutely not a fucking ick." That's actually an ick that you would say beatboxing is an ick because beatboxing is going to come back. Like, I know I didn't predict it, but I'm making a prediction now. Beatboxing is going to come fully back in 2023. Um, It's lit. You can just make a whole song with your mouth. That's crazy. And in fact, I went to Disneyland a few days ago, Disneyland Tokyo, and there was literally these two dudes in line for this restaurant. Yes, I waited in lines for restaurants longer than I waited in line for rides because I love eating. Um, anyways, there's these two dudes in the lineup and they were like so fucking hype. It was insane. Like they had their arms. It was like these two like bros of bros and they had their arms on each other's shoulders just beatboxing like and like... 
I probably just broke my microphone. Like all of you have like blood running out of your ears right now. But it was like so refreshing to see. I'm like no, like no cameras, no nothing, just fucking beatboxing and vibes. So no, Jeanette, beatboxing is not an ick. It is a talent. It should be an Olympic sport, and you need to learn how to have fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> this one is from this next one is from Ronia. She says more of a red flag, but. When he's different around his friends than with his girl. This one really was interesting to me. Because this is something that I think a lot of people kind of take, a, not, not offense to, but like find off-putting. Is when someone is like different around different groups of people, if that makes sense. So say you act one way around your parents and then one way around your friends, and then one way around your significant other. Some people find that as like kind of a shady or shifty personality trait to have. And I am literally like that. The way I act around my mom is completely different than the way I act around my friends. And even within my friends, I act different between each friend group. I'm not like saying I do like a fucking British accent and I'm like, have like different personalities i'm not like the goddamn like wonderland system or something but like i i i do change my personality a little bit i don't know what it comes from i think like maybe like i you know some people i'm more comfortable around so i i can show my goofy side (laughs) and then you know some people i'm a little bit more uh caged around so i don't show my full personality it's more sort of that rather than like having completely different personalities now the 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 situation mentioned here is when someone's different around their friends versus then with their girlfriend uh i think like maybe that could be problematic if the person was like say mean meaner in this situation with uh their girlfriend and then like maybe like rambunctious and having fun with their friends but i don't think it always means like someone's like hiding secrets or something if they like act different around different people it, that's just how humans are i think like the term is called the like, code switching or something but that's not like <laughs> you don't need to like think like am i dating a son fucking fbi agent like like grow up (laughs) maybe you can like not saying the ball is in your court to figure out why they act that way but you know maybe you're the one like not making them feel comfortable enough to be as goofy around their friends like for example like people tend to be there's there's a lot less pressure in friendships i think because you know it's not a romantic serious relationship where like there's so many deeper layers to it. Like you might live with that person. You might want to have kids with that person. You, want, you might want to marry that person. But with your friends, like you're just dicking around. It's like never serious. So, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be a lot more like crazy and goofy around their friends versus like maybe a little bit more reserved with their romantic partner. And I know that's like kind of a little bit backwards. Um, I'm not saying every relationship is like this. But I think for some people, that's that's just how the cookie crumbles. And I'm sure, like, you can get looser in a relationship. I'm not saying, like, you have to be, like, completely closed off forever. Um, but I think that's how a lot start. 
I don't know. Moving on. Um, <laughs> this person, uh, Quincy. Quincy says, my crush has a mole on his big toe and it gave me an ick, but I still like him. Okay, remember when I like was mentioning examples of icks and I said moles on toes? I like just remembered I read this and like subconsciously like had that as my example. But um, that's fucked up. <laughs> like it's a mole, which A, does nothing. It's not going to bite you. And B, like <laughs> you can't really control moles. My dad actually had a bunch of, had like a bunch of moles on his face, I think, and just got them like frozen off one day. And like it was like, when are you going to get your mole frozen off? I'm like, didn't know that was a thing you could do. And also never. But. <laughs> don't let that be an egg come on now uh next uh this one is from kaylee she says uh when they ask for a contact photo when they literally know what you look like and you've already sent one i don't see how this is an ick i think the the like i think it's a fun little flirty cute thing to do to be like send me a contact photo because then it's like you're showing that you want to like personalize your phone with their image and with their face. And, you know, like obviously iMessage has like the automatic uh, pro like contact picture, which like works. But there's something to be said about having like a personal one on one. Like you each have a silly, goofy little picture for each other as your contact picture. And also, if you want to take it a step further, uh uh flirting tip flirting tip from me because i'm cupid apparently and it's the month of love um oh i just realized this is going up like maybe valentine's day day after valentine's day a little bit after this is officially the valentine's day episode of drama okay uh if you want to like really solidify a relationship or even a friendship with someone make personalized text tones so whenever they text you it like plays like a certain song, like maybe like an Animal Crossing sound effect or like a Minecraft sound effect or like if you have like a shared interest, like a sound effect from your favorite TV show or something, something like that or like a sh or like a personalized ringtone is a cute way, I think, to uh, personalize a relationship. I don't know why the fuck I'm talking like that. Okay, next, only talking through Snap highly agree this is a big fucking ick big ick for me i hate it you might call me like old head old pilled like here's this old ass 23 year old man like giving his two cents on snapchat but shut the fuck up i hate snapchat like with a passion i made a whole episode like a few weeks ago on why snapchat like needs like the servers need to be lit the fuck on fire i hate snapchat um but there's something to be said about the type of people that like refuse to open up imessage.com and like send a text like they have to communicate through snapchat like it's i get that like a lot of people now are like literally growing up using that as like a primary uh means of communication i was like i think i first got snapchat in like grade six so i was like a little bit later to the game but i realized y'all who are being born in like 2015 um are just like literally popping out of the vagina with an iPhone with Snapchat pre-installed on it. So to y'all, I don't know what to say to y'all. You like you, you guys are a lost cause. But um, I think just like in general, it's not a good way to communicate. 
it has its pros and cons. Like, I think it's good to, it can be good to see, like, what someone's doing or see someone's face when you're communicating with them. Because, like, Snapchat can feel very monotonous. Uh, and, like, you're literally just seeing text. And that's, like, maybe not the best way to, like, communicate with someone. But I think you should, I think the best way to do it is, like, texting, a mixture of texting and FaceTime. Uh, so you kind of get the best of both worlds. But Snapchat is, like, this weird in-between where, like, you're not really fully seeing or hearing someone's, like, physical presence, but you're also, like, not really communicating that well-writtenly. It's not a word, but, like, pretend it is. So, ugh, I don't, I just don't like, like Snapchat. And also, I am not the most highest self-esteem person, and I really fucking hate showing my face when I'm not in the mood. Um... And, you know, sometimes I just be shitting. Sometimes I'm, like, literally just on that toilet. And I don't want to reply by showing a picture of the wall because then it comes off as you don't care. But I don't want to show my face because I look like a fucking rat half the time. So it's, like, it's too much. It's too much. I'm, I am message, keep it 100. Um, Next up, when they keep saying your name in – oh, wait, sorry. This one is from Brielle. When they keep saying your name in text, like, hey, Brielle, good night, Brielle. It's so formal. Uh I used to think this is a fun thing to do, um, but after you said it's so formal, I kind of understand, like, uh, I guess that does feel a little bit formal, but I think it's, like, a fun way to, like, make it feel more personal, I guess, like, obviously, you know the person who you're texting's name, but, like, it shows that, like, like, when you say someone's name in a sentence instead of just saying like hey uh i feel like it kind of it shows that person that you're like thinking about them as a being rather than just like you're just like like this is the same as like every other hoe that you text or <laughs> something like that uh i think it's fun uh sue me put me in fucking jail I, it's a fun thing to do and I also like when people say like "Hi Ben," actually no, because I, I don't. I'm not the biggest fan of my name, so I kind of hate hearing my name. But if I was like, if I had a fun name, if I was like Phoenix, <laughs> it was like "Hello Phoenix." <laughs> no, never mind, never mind, never mind. Um. Also, uh, I just totally forgot halfway through the episode. Love remembering this halfway through. Um, send me your ics. Just comment down below. Uh, or um, DM me your ics on Instagram because this is a fun little topic uh, that we can talk about some more in a future episode maybe. So, um, yeah, comment your ics. And, and if you disagree or agree with any of these ics, also let me know. I'm curious because uh, I know we have a lot of hot takes on the Drama Mama podcast. Did me saying Harry Styles is overrated last week almost have four ICBM nuclear warheads sent to my house? Yes. Um... All right, next up, uh, Marley says, when you try to make a joke and they turn it into a whole argument. <sighs> this can be an ick, and this can also not be an ick, because you might be in the wrong Marley. Um, obviously, like, if you're making jokes that are, like, offensive to someone, and then they make it into an argument, then that's, like, understandable. Like, you couldn't just be like, haha, you look fucking ugly as, as booty hole. And then, like, they say, hey that's a rude thing to say and then y'all get into an argument like that's understandable um but if you're just like making like lighthearted jokes 
or even medium hearted jokes and they like make it a whole thing. Like I, I feel you. I, I know a few people who do that. And it's like you can't really just have a conversation or you can't be silly and goofy. You only need to find someone that lets you share your silly and goofy side. Um, next, uh, this is from Raya. Uh, she says, crusty toothpaste on the side of your mouth. OMG, my ex had this. Mm. So this was me. This is me a lot of the time. Mm. I I don't know what it is. I, I have really, I'm going to be so open and raw with you guys right now. I have really bad, like, tooth brushing etiquette. Like, I... I spray that fucking toothpaste liquid like all over the mirror, all over the sink. I um it dr- it drips down my face, it drips on my clothes. I have clothes that are ruined because I just let toothpaste like marinate on it. And I don't uh, I probably could find a way to be better at it. Um like me I, I me when I'm 23 years old and like actually don't know how to brush my teeth. But anyways, uh a lot of the time I do have some crusty toothpaste bits and crumbs and stains on my cheek and I don't notice and I go about my day and no one tells me because it's an awkward thing to bring up so like it's not be fucking glad no because be glad that they brush their teeth in the first place because there's a lot of people out there that are just not brushing them in the first place and they're walking around with a stank ass tomato soup mushy pea soup breath would you rather have that would you rather have people come up to you and literally gas you with nitrous oxide from their fucking stomach Every time they say hi, or would you rather have delicious teeth clean and brushed humans with a little, mm, a little splotch of toothpaste on the corner of their mouth? I will take the latter. I don't know why I got so heated about that. Next, uh, this is from Kimberly. Kimberly says, (laughs) Kimberly says, people who care about star signs. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, spaghetti uh maybe i'll get into this in another episode in more detail but like as y'all may may or may not know i i like i don't believe in any i'm not i'm like the least spiritual person you'll ever meet i don't believe in any higher power any god or anything and like most least of all i believe in star signs um and i i'll never dog on someone for liking star signs or astrology or having fun with it i think a lot of people just have a lot of fun with it it's a fun thing to uh play with but me personally i think i kind of draw the line when people will like make life decisions on like fucking angel numbers they're like i'm gonna buy this hoodie because it's 222 dollars and that's an angel number like shit like that or um people like like ending friendships because like they're incompatible star signs i think that's actually batshit crazy and i i'm not about it i'm so sorry uh but you know just like like reading your little cosign or co-star app every day like i don't think is the worst thing in the world like there's war like we don't need to be attacking people uh who are enjoying astrology but it ain't for me, baby. It ain't for me. Anyways, um, okay, this one comes from I'm Still Pop. Uh, they said, people who walk slow, because what the fuck are you walking so slow for when you could be walking so much quicker? Uh, agree. Uh, agree. 
ick, 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 ick to the max Ickington McIcky pants. Like, oh. I get people that don't want to be in a rush. Um, people that like like to take life at a leisurely pace. Understandable. Live your truth. I'm not about that life, but you do you. However, however, if you are on a, like, say a city street, I'm looking right outside out my window right now, looking at a street, seeing people walking in a single file line. Okay, there's no way around. If you're walking slow, you are making the decision for all the people behind you that they also have to walk that fucking speed. Okay? Fast walkers are not doing this. Fast walkers are letting you choose whatever speed you can walk at. I think no matter what, when you're walking, you should be walking as fast as you can. Like, you need to be borderline not sprinting. Because otherwise, you are in, you are inconveniencing people. That Like, it's as simple as that. I want to hear no back talk about this, okay? Like, <laughs> you and listen, if you're... For the rest of your day, when you're not walking on the street, go ahead... Like, take life at a slow pace. Like, take four hours to shit. I don't care. But when you are walking, when you're in a public space, and you decide to walk slow, no. Pick up the fucking pace. I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. I, I really can't. Because, like, and also, it's not, like, I'm not saying, like, everyone needs to be in a hurry. But sometimes people are legitimately in a hurry. Like, they they could have just found out that their dog got in a car crash. They need to rush to the hospital to identify the body. And your ass is walking one mile per hour. Pick it up. Pick up the pace. And if you don't want to, to uh, Uber. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Drives me insane. Okay, next up. This one is from George. George says, people who never make plans. Oh... <laughs> Ick. Ick. I can't oh my god I have like ended friendships over this like this has been like a driving force for me like ending friendships with people and it's it's very complex because you know say you have a friendship it, say you're friends with someone and you've been friends for like a year and for that whole year, like, the first few times you've hung out, you were the one that, like, made the plans and the person kind of went along with it. You, maybe you're, like, the more dominant person in the friendship and the other person's, like, more submissive. I don't know if that's a good way to put it. But, like, it becomes kind of a habit that you're ma the one making plans. It's hard to get out of that because you can't just really stop making the plans when the other person has never made a plan because then they're going to think you're ignoring them. And then the friendship might literally end. And I, I had a friend where there was like other kind of toxic things in the friendship, but I really was just having issue with how they, I had literally made every single plan and not just like hanging out. Like I was always the one FaceTiming them. I was always the one like starting text message conversations with them. Um, and it's, I, I know you're probably thinking they don't fucking like you and that, I thought that was the case. I, like, even brought it up a few times. I was like, do you even like me, motherfucker? Like, like, do you enjoy my presence or do you hate my ass? So, and they were like, no, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. I'm just, like, really bad with making plans. And I was like, okay, let's give it another shot. But then same shit kept happening. They never made any plans. So I just fully, like, stopped and put the ball in their court, I guess, and waited for them to make a plan. 
they never did and we stopped being friends. It's 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 so annoying and I've been so careful like ever since then whenever starting a friendship or a relationship to not be the only one making plans like just like taking my leave of silence sometimes uh, very early on in the friendship or relationship so that they know to that, that they have to reach out to me as well and I feel like this is a thing that like not a lot of people talk about but like causes a lot of stress um, and a lot of like friction in friendships because it, it does kind of send a signal when like the other person isn't making plans but i don't know I, I i think i just might be a little oversensitive about that just because it's happened a bunch of times but anyways blah 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 um moving on this one is from elise she says overusing dirty humor hmm. uh, it's fuck like it's funny obviously if the dirty humor is like not actually funny if they're just like penis vagina like every 10 seconds like grow up but there is something to be said about a good a good old dirty joke you want to like dirty as in toilet dirty as in baking cookies in the bedroom like whatever you want to call it like it can be so fun i I guess overusing makes sense i i don't know if i can like fully disagree with your ick um but you know I am a dirty joke enjoyer. So, I don't know. Uh, next up, this is from Talia. She says, when their Instagram profile has Du Bois and cringy highlight covers. Um, I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, you can't dog on, like, <laughs> you can't really dog on dudes for having the boys as cringy as they may be on their Instagram. Because at the end of the day, that's his boys. And who does he have if not the boys? But uh, sidebarring to cringy highlight covers, highlight covers in general on Instagram, ick. Ick. That is what a post is for. That is what your Instagram posts are for. If you want to leave a lasting mark, you want to leave like something for people to see when they go to your profile, you make it an Instagram post. The little stupid ass square, okay? Highlight covers are the dumbest thing ever. It is, like, truly the dumbest feature ever. Like, <laughs> unless you have, like, a, a beautiful, amazing story. Like, you recorded a baby rhinoceros that was once endangered that just accidentally fell into a river and it flew off the side of a waterfall and then everyone thought it was dead, but its head pops out from the water by the rocks, and it lives, and you catch it all on an Instagram story and post it. Make it a highlight. Go ahead. But A, I think the feature just looks ugly, <laughs> like, on on your profile, and B, it's like, it's just, uh, I don't know, like, that's what it is. It's an ick. I can't explain it. It's it's just like an ick. Um, okay, next, this one's from Emma. She says, people making dance TikToks in the middle of the class or in the bathroom. Um, listen, it can be, like, fun to make. <laughs> it can be, listen, it's just fun sometimes to make a dance TikTok. Like, it's not the end of the world. Let people have fun. We don't need to be the fun police. But I do see how it would be annoying if someone was just doing that in class or in the bathroom like if i was like taking a steamy shit like a porcelain cracking taco bell shit like the water is like 
evaporating and getting like vaporized before the turd even like touches the water and then i like see someone through the crack of the bathroom stall like hitting like the furb or something i would probably go insane i'd probably go and go psycho um i think in class it would be funny but yeah okay okay i'll I'll agree with your ick um next up uh this is the last one People who are always – it's a double one. They said they gave me two icks. We, we got a, a ick duo. People who are always late, yes. Yes, yes, yes. This might be one of my biggest icks because there is truly – I'm going to sound like literally like a fucking English teacher right now. But there is no excuse for being late. There really is not. There really isn't. It, it all comes down to how much you care about the thing. And people who are late for things – like uh, let me be let me be clear um when it's a pattern of being lateness that's what i have an issue with like uh, being late once a month for like plans like say you have a friend that you meet once a week and they're late once a month that's not an issue but if it's like five times in a row that you're like hanging out with someone or making plans with someone and they're late each time they don't they don't care about your ass i'm so sorry they don't care like if you care about someone you make sure to plan ahead. You think about any con- contingencies that would happen in the future and then try to avoid them or come earlier so that you're not late to see that person. Like, say you want to meet someone for dinner, but you know there's going to be like traffic or it's going to be busy on the roads or something. You plan ahead and leave fucking earlier. Like, it's not that. It, wow. Like, are we discovering math for the first time? It's not that hard. Um, <laughs> it's it's so annoying and oh my god there's some like places it's so weird like some places genuinely have like late culture like in la people on purpose show up like 15 minutes late to things it's and and especially when it comes to parties i think like overall anywhere yeah this one i guess like there's some reasoning to it like people will always show up like two hours after a party is supposed to start that kind of makes sense you don't want to be like the first person at a party like that's so awkward but like hello anyways uh if it's like a one-on-one like meeting or lunch or dinner with someone just plan ahead think of whatever could make you late and then just come early and if you're early boo fucking who it's not the end of the world like you can go to the mall you can go to the gas station get yourself a little bag of chips or something to celebrate wow you were early for once and actually care about other humans (laughs) okay uh final thing when people chew with their mouths open this was like i think literally the most common ick that people sent to me highly agree close that shit up there's no excuse there's no excuse and with that all being said please let me know what you thought of my opinions on these icks or what your opinions are on these icks and comment your icks if I missed any. Uh, if you enjoyed this, please rate this podcast five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're almost at like 10,000 five-star reviews on Spotify, which is freaking insane. Like, y'all like y'all really love me because I really love y'all. Um, I'll see y'all. Uh, I uh, Listen, I've kind of like abandoned an upload schedule on YouTube. Wow, that's scary to say out loud, but I'm still trying to post once a week, but sometimes I hit snags in the road and it takes a little longer, but I know the mamas are the most patient people in the world and I will never disappoint the mamas, so 
if I ever take long to upload a video, it's because the video is going to be good. Like I took two weeks and disappeared and then I made the vegan we're not going to say your name. I'm like scared. <laughs> uh, I made the documentary. So, um, yeah. Have a good rest of your week. I'll see you next Wednesday. Because we're not abandoning the drama mama schedule. Drama mama till we die, babies. Uh, and I'll see you later. Take care. Ben of the week. It's America. We are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights. Life liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.